The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal... And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. All righty then, it's Metallica. And then you get your alliance. That's not a bad bill right there. Nice job, guys. Alliance is, of course, our house band, as it were. Tonight's a big... Oh, I got the... Hang on. Conveniently placed emails. Says... uh, uh, Oh, that was for yesterday. This one, uh, I have to remind people. It says, I see you're at it again on Facebook, John. You gave me Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets. uh, What a guy. $1,000 a minute. Uh, blocked and reported the fake account. We'll see if it happens again. Uh, cheers, dude. You rock even though you say you have a fake account. Wink, wink. I know it's you messing with us ghouls. Russ, it's true, Russ. I've decided to start fake giving away $1,000. We had somebody call the station very angry at that bot that's going around uh, giving away $1,000 with excellent pictures of me. I have to say, whoever put this together, it's hard to find good pictures of me, and they did a great job. If it, I want to hire... The person that put fake Facebook Holmberg together because I've never seen good pictures of me. And I look at these, and I'm like, that's a good one. I go with it. Where are these pictures that that are that exist? I look at our website, and it's just a bunch of me, like, cross-eyed or being stupid. These are good photos that you could use for the Internet. That's got to be some broad, great with filters. She's great. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing at it. And then the little profile picture of me is like, how I wish I looked. Like decent and clean. So uh, it is fake. It is giving it out again. It's doing it again. And there's nothing I can do or say. But there was somebody called so angry yesterday. I mean, furious. I won $1,000. That money's mine and you're giving it to me. And it's like not our website. It's not our. I don't have a Facebook page at all. Actually, that's not true. I have one because you have to sign up for one to get your, uh, you know, your virtual reality thing cooking. I've never, there's no picture, there's no comments, there's nothing. Every day my phone goes, you've got four new notifications that people want to be friends with you. Brett did it the other day. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. It just, it suggests being friends. None. Zero friends, zero interest, zero idea that I ever will have a Facebook page. So if you get something from me that says I'm giving you a thousand bucks off a Facebook page, it is not real. I mean, we have the official one for the show, but that's it. That's it. But that's not a John Holmberg right. page. This one says it is, and it's not. It's only real if John calls you. Even then, probably a joke. Uh, most likely, you. if I call you, something horrible has happened. Very rarely do I call you to remind Hello, you. Hello, friendo. I'm giving you $1,000, buddy. That is so rare. I don't dial out hardly at all. Something terrible is happening. The only time I dial out is to appease the very needy Doug Hopkins as far as phone things are concerned. He's Doug, still a caller? Doug is a big caller. Really? And, we, and, then every, and, and he keeps saying, you never answer your phone. I'm like, you're right. And, like, what's next? Like, what's the next thing I should say here? 
He thinks normal people talk on the phone, John. And I'm like, nope, they don't. Everybody. The reason text was invented is because we all hated talking on the phone. But Doug's kind of fun to talk to on the phone because he's goofy. And usually it's something absurd happening when he calls me. So I'll, that's the only time I really even, like, call back. If Brady called me, I'd be like, uh-oh, somebody's What's dead. What's going on? Call back. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So uh, that Facebook page is fake. And if you're winning money off of it, we've said it a million times, it ain't real. I'm not giving trips away. I'm not giving concert tickets away through Facebook. In fact, that we're not allowed. There's some sort of rule that we're not allowed to give you guys stuff through Facebook. I don't know what that is, but it's like illegal. Like lottery rules or something like that. The FCC doesn't allow. I don't know how it works, and I don't know why, but we're not allowed to do it. So it's. um, I apologize to all of you. But, I mean, again, take a look at that Facebook page. I look great. I don't know. But just, uh, just know that it's not happening. I get texts from friends at like 11. Dude, did I just win $1,000 from you? Like, And then it'll t- if you've ever made a comment on our Facebook page, somehow or another it's grabbing your name off of that. So it's people who are tied back. I, I'm sorry, but I'm really not that sorry because I didn't do anything. I'm just sorry for your inconvenience. Uh, Tom Fairman talking about how great Amazon is. I didn't even know about this. He tells me, he goes, uh, I hired house cleaners on Amazon four year to, years ago. It might be the greatest thing I've ever done. It's called Amazon Home Service. You can buy humans there. I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't know that we had human trafficking through Amazon, too. For services? I thought it was just stuff. People. You can buy people on Amazon. I didn't know that. It, the world is even better than I thought it was. This guy says, uh, I love the Holmberg bot. I've won two things within the last 30 days, and I know your stupid rule is I can't. This fake you is far more generous than the real you. Oh, there's no doubt about that. That guy, fake me, is everything I wish I was. The guy just handing out cash, and he's awesome. I am not that Like guy. Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's basically he's Mr. Beast with great photos. If I were to put a Facebook picture, one of the biggest reasons I don't have Facebook is the same reason I don't have kids. My face. I don't want to give this to someone else. I don't want this face attached to... Uh, horrible. This face on a little girl? It improves so oh. much more, though, John, when you're giving away money. Oh, yeah, you that's suddenly true. look but, handsome. But, uh, but here, you're right to the other people. I, I would normally look at that and go, ah, this ugly son of a bitch. Now, now he's a liar, too. I look at these pictures. I'm like, those are good pictures of me. And I don't know where those came from. I cannot have this face attached to a little girl. I, I, I would hang myself the next day if people said oh you look just like your dad i feel so my sister had Didn't to you look. say that i was just gonna say sister, that. and she should have done it years ago she should have she should have done herself back when she was a teen <laughs> back when no, this is just an assumption back when she was just pulling babies out of her body like crazy should have just done herself too <laughs> having that face my face my dad's face attached to a girl oh so that's why i don't have one of the like if you were to say top three reasons you don't have kids, A, never wanted one. B, how dare I take these genetics and give it to a potential little girl? This is so unfair to do. It's like having a Mr. Potato Head and trying to dress it up. It's just not fair. And I feel like I'm doing really nice things. And that's one of the reasons I don't have a Facebook page. You think I want to put my face up there and show it to you more? No. I'm on radio for a reason. I, I have zero confidence with this mug. It's awful. I look at it every day. Trust me. You don't need to see photos of it. It's not good. Uh, and then this guy says, I can't believe no one said this. If you're still doing the, giving Parkinson's to people, 
But uh, I came up with one yesterday. That mother started to put letters in math. Parkinson's, Parkinson's. I'm with you on that one. I hate that guy, too. I'm with you on that, too. He was my first F. Whoever created letters in math was my very first fail grade. When we got to algebra, I'm like, what is that? Why are there letters in math? And it just doesn't register in my head. It made me dumb. So there's that. The Holmberg bot is very popular, however. (laughs) So did you first find this uh, bot from ghouls getting scammed or Toledo being extra friendly? Wondering when you're going to give him (laughs) $1,000. Toledo Toledo did start getting a little nicer and a little bit more hanging aroundy. Say, Holmberg, do you want a drink? I'm like, yeah. Okay, Toledo. Toast was bringing me drinks and all sorts. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I saw this bot handing out money, and I thought, oh, no, no, that's fake. Ah! (laughs) Then he was back to old Toledo. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it'd be interesting. This guy says, I'm looking at the pictures. John, I didn't know you were secretly a model. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> the pictures are good, and that's impossible with this thing. Pratt's done a good job with that. And, if, and again, <laughs> I, a guy emailed and said, what if it's Pratt doing this? And I said, tip my cap to that guy. It's a very clever thing to do, which immediately eliminates Pratt from the uh, yeah. suspicion list because it's clever. And he's 50 years behind the mic of no clever. No clue. I'd rather bury my face in Lady Longbutts than I would uh, <laughs> wait for Pratt to say or do something clever. Yeah, I, and I, that's a lesson to all you people out there. When you know you're ugly, don't procreate. The world's got too many ugly weirdos, and if you're and you could give it to a girl, and that, that girls have it worse. You can give ugly to a little boy if you're guaranteed to have a little boy. Ugly little boys are okay. Ugly little girls. That's just so unfair. Maybe it was a little selfish on my part, but I rolled. Oh, the di- I rolled the dice. Completely selfish. I rolled the dice. But you, and, you know, you, you took your chances that it would and be. Thank God, Ronnie. You know, Ronnie yeah, it's just, it's just, it's too risky. What you did was risky, my friend. But yeah, I can't put this nose on a small girl's face, and then, and then you know, then you're going to pay for rhinoplasty, and she's going to be insane her whole life with plastic surgery, trying to fix the genetics that I gave her, and I'm not going to put anybody through that. Now they're all insane to a point. It's true. Now now add my face to it. Now take your average woman and give her my face, Brett, and tell me how insane she's going to be. She's going to be... Nowadays, nowadays you can fix that up. I don't want to have to put her through it. That's a mental mess. You can get that pressed ham and hey, no Here's time. the thing. The only reason why she would realize she's ugly is other people telling her so in their own way. And then she's depressed. And now she's a basket case. And now she's got to get her nose done. Now she's got her eyes fixed. Her chin is too big. She's a big square head like, you know, SpongeBob and Squidward had a girl. It's the right thing to do. If you've got goofy genetics, don't take a chance that you're going to make a girl with it. Life is so much easier for a pretty girl. You don't need to muck it up with your face. Brett's got decent features. You could probably pull off making a girl. Oh, how dare you. But she's Italian, and she'd be hairy, so you're doing the right thing. How dare you. It's the right thing. A lot of razors. <laughs> Too many razors, and so much embarrassment. Gallons of nair. <laughs> you know, people can say that, you know, oh, you're an idiot. I'm like, no, I was a thoughtful person, and I'm looking at your kid thinking, you should have been. <laughs> Terrible. Poor little girl. I don't know how my sister made it through. Delusional, that's how. Drugs and alcohol. Title 42. Yes. Fabulous Title. hair. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> not really, just a lot of it to cover up the face. She's got my, the Holmberg face. Oh, tragic. A tragic nightmare. Well, my dad, I know deep down when my dad found out he was having a girl, he had to feel really bad about that. Because it came out with the nose. And that's when, you know, the Holmberg nose is like, it's unavoidable. It's not good. Uh, we got sons tonight. 
It's going to be a big one. And guess what, everybody? DeAndre Ayton might not play. Amazing. Yes! You're going to get a world record effort from Jock Londale. Here's the thing about... Did uh, he hurt himself flexing the other Yeah, night? when he flexed, he pulled a muscle after his 8-8 eight and eight performance in Game 4, and he went out... Thought it would be a good time after the game to go out for the crowd and give a good old body flex after he put eight points and eight rebounds on the board. Max contract, $33 million. Eight points, eight rebounds. If he matches his numbers from the other night, tonight, that means in the last two games he'll have had 28 points, 18 rebounds. In two games for a seven-foot number one overall pick max contract guy. That's terrible. So he's going to sit down. Here's why I'm excited about that. Uh, Bismarck Biombo plays for Africa, and Jock Landale plays for Australia. They've got pride. It's something DeAndre doesn't have. They've got pride. They represent their whole family. They represent their nation. They don't want to get out. Uh, out they're going to get outplayed by Joker, but they don't want to be embarrassed. They want to put their best effort out there. So if, uh, if Jock starts and Busy comes in, you're going to see maybe – not the greatest basketball players, but so much more effort than you would with uh, the Bahamanian bust. DeAndre eight. I just made that one up just now. And I'm pretty proud of it. It's a shirt. As uh, Kevin uh, Ray always goes, the Bahamian boom. And I'm like, no, I'm starting going Bahamian bust because that's what he is. Uh, it's, it's, it'll be nice to, uh, to have limited minutes from DeAndre. If he can come out and give you a few fouls. And move out and then get uh, Landale. Because here's the thing about DeAndre. Uh, his 14-9 and nine the other night uh, was, I think, uh, 12 to 14 minutes more than the other centers, which was just Jock. And Jock had 7-5. and five. So he was right on his heels. Had he played the same amount of minutes, probably would have gotten the same points. You lose nothing with him off the floor other than fouls and minutes. So tonight's very important. It could be the end of the season for the Suns. It could be... The rise of the Phoenix, it could be amazing, it could be devastating, uh, and uh, I'll be going to that. So, And I think, Brady, you're going as well, yeah? I am. Brady's going to head down to the H&H Ranch beforehand and start mucking it up Drink with the few. boys, have a couple of strong tequilas, and then head on down. We're heading on down. But uh, this is it. Game six. Gigantic game. Emotions uh, high and low with the city. And uh, for the people who hate basketball, maybe it ends tonight. Tranny Rob will be happy. Tranny Rob will be thrilled. I was thrilled last night because uh, uh, Anthony Davis of the Lakers, I thought he got poked in one of those big, giant chameleon bug eyes he's got that's hanging out of his head like a like he's got Graves' disease. But he took an elbow to the head. And, man, it's a good thing Anthony Davis wasn't a boxer because one punch and this dude is out for maybe three days. <laughs> We're not sure he can make it into the next game. I'm like, he got bumped in the head. He got dizzy, walked over to the sidelines. They said, uh, well, he's he's not, he doesn't have his feet. And it just was like, it didn't look bad at all. Then they walk his giant ass back underneath and they do a report and they're like, they put him in a wheelchair. Like, he took one punch. I thought this dude was all, grew up in the mean streets and fought his way through life and had, eh. It's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good thing he didn't grow up in a tough neighborhood because this dude can't take a, uh, a glancing blow from an arm. It's because those giant eyes bug out so far. I think they put pressure on his brain if they get... T- you can touch his eyes. I'm convinced if you just reach up, that guy can't blink over his eyes before you can get a finger in there. Those eyes are huge. You know those funny old... Uh, they're probably racist, but those funny old uh, videos where... Uh, the, that black lady used to go, bang, and her eyes yeah. would pull. Anthony Davis Pop has out. that all the time. He could be an eye popper. He is an eye popper. They just never went back in. There's nothing about those eyes that are where they're supposed to be. But he took a glancing blow, and, and they're like, we don't know if he'll be in for the next game. Now, you got bonked in the head and, and didn't go to sleep, and you might miss three days' worth of work? <laughs> That's just lazy. He's related to Tua. To, to a tongue of ILO, I give him credit. That dude had, he took a concussion into the next game and was still staggering around before they turned him into a cerebral palsy quarterback on that. <laughs> Remember, because the week before with the Bills, he got the hit and he got up and he fell down twice and everything. I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, don't, all right, let's just keep playing. And then the next week, they turned him into Crab Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he came back. I got to give Tua, and all Tua wanted to do was, I just want to play. I just want to keep getting out there. I'm like, you might not want to do this anymore. This your crab hands was the day I. If this job gave me crab hands twice in two weeks, going back, I'm not going in there anymore. God damn it! I got the crab hands again. This is a dangerous place to be. If Brett, if you ever every time you touch that mouse, you're, and you go crab hands, you're like, all right, nobody's Ouch. fixing this. I'm leaving. You're like Michael Jackson, the Thriller video. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Anthony Davis, and I liked it, to be honest with you, the fact that they said they had to load him in a wheelchair to walk him down the hall because his big ass was going to fall down again. I'm like, that is a weak, weak chin. You can just hear Shaq and Charles in the studio. It was a tougher time to play the game. <laughs> Hello, Glass Joe. Dude, exactly. He's it's seven feet tall, 285 pounds, and a dude's arm hit him in the side of the head. He might miss the rest of the week, everybody. Jeez. I mean, it wasn't like a, a flail. The dude didn't have his arms out in a in a cross formation and just start spinning like Wonder Woman. He was reaching for the ball, and he just kind of caught him on the side of the head. Enough that he bent over on the thing. He's holding his head the whole time. I'm like, this is the biggest flop in the history. But he like you said, the every, every time that punch, it hits the right spot. Oh, sure. But three days? <laughs> no. I've been punched and dizzied and like we better sit down. Three out. days on street clothes is a different deal. <laughs> I've been I've been in like places and here's the thing, I've never been punched just once and had to miss three days. I've been hit hard by a guy like right off the bat, like, ooh, that hurt. Toledo. You never hurt me. <laughs> this guy. No, I said I gotten hit. Oh yeah, I've punched you. I've knocked you silly. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't trying to brag the other one. But I broke your nose, and you stayed there. Yeah. We we don't know. We were sparring once, and I caught him, and his nose broke. 
And uh, he stayed. And that was after taking a bunch of other punches. So it's kind of exhilarating. It's I awesome. I've had my nose busted. It's incredibly like, okay. When you're in the moment, it's kind of like, all right. You got any fire under you at all, uh, a good shot is like, all right, game on. Anthony Davis has to sit down. He's got to look at his will. He's got to make sure everything's in order. It was embarrassing how incredibly soft that looked. And I know you can get bonked in the head and go, ooh, yep, magic spot. But three days? And I don't know why NBA has concussion protocol. They don't have CTE lawsuits. But they were talking about, well, he gets a concussion. That's He's got to go out for it. That's like, how you get one. Well, you have to have a stupid. protocol No, you it, don't. No matter what. You, you Every make, sport now has They all have soccer. soccer has it. You have to have a protocol. Yeah. That, get your ass out there and play. Are you, uh, yeah. Little smelling salts for boxing. That's the funny thing about that. You get out there. You know the risk. Local little leagues have it now. I know. It's the, this big COIA thing. The funny thing is, is that they tried to move it into boys soccer, and they're like, it's a soccer ball. If it gives me a concussion... I'm essentially a, well, no, I'm a bird banging, bone. They're banging coconuts. And then no. don't somewhere the like reason the soft why is because of No, the reason why for soccer was because the ball was knocking girls out. Yeah. In the girl leagues. <laughs> but and when they were going up for headers, concussions. they were conking. That's, that's not why the rule happened. The rule happened because I watched the real sports on this, and there was a little girl who died because she was heading the ball, conk, and heads it, and then goes, whoa, and then fell out. And then they tried to keep her playing, and she threw another header out there. And evidently, her brain hadn't healed from when she was a baby. Jesus. And her skull was open, and she croaked. And so, like, there's you know, like 800,000 concussions in girls' soccer a year from the ball. So they're like, maybe we should make them wear helmets. I'm like, no. Maybe we should just make it so heading is illegal. So they had a couple of states and a couple of moms. Yeah, made, so they weren't allowed to head sure. the ball. They weren't bonking heads enough to be a problem. That's pro soccer. Those guys knock heads like crazy. And then, meanwhile, Australia looks over and goes, he, he had a concussion. He's missing three days. Have you ever watched Australian rules football? Part of it is to bash your head into another guy's head. They have the, uh, the, the air, sometimes air they wear. Sometimes they wear oven mitts <laughs> One in their ears. One or two guys will do that. With that weird halo on the top. Yeah. It doesn't do a thing. It just keeps their ears from cauliflowering. But, you know, I understand you can take a shot and go, ooh, that hurt. But three days. So, uh, interesting. But eight and being out is great. And once they paid Aiton, you lost him. Because two years ago, this dude was on the uptick. Arrow was pointing up. Played a great series against the Nuggets. And then it ever, ever since Antetokounmpo kind of said, you're weak and don't care. And just destroyed him for two solid games in the finals. He hasn't been the same player. And he is weak and he does not care. I'm convinced of it. You cannot get benched in a playoff game, and then your words after the game are, I don't blame the coach. I wasn't even focused. I, I, I just wasn't there tonight. You better get a fire lit under your ass for that, but he doesn't have it, so I'm done waiting for that. So he's gone, and bring on uh, you know, Jock Landale to be How about we light a fire room. with your paycheck next time? Well, there, <laughs> that'd be nice, but you're not allowed to do that because it's contractual. You can't take money from him. But yeah, the... Uh, Jock is playing for Australia. Jock is playing as a guy who was riding a couch a year and a half ago. Jock is playing as a guy who, you know, is appreciative of the effort of others and won't let them down. I'm excited for him to play. I hope he starts. If DeAndre starts tonight, just know that Jock is the first one off the bench and be like two minutes in, especially if they see DeAndre. And DeAndre has a legitimate injury. He got an elbow to the ribs, wide open ribs by Bruce Brown, and it, Messed up his ribs, and if you don't, if you ever had a rib injury, that is something that'll keep you out for a That's couple. That's tough. Of but you know what? It's the playoffs. 
you wrap those up, and you go out there and you put breathe little, shorter. Put a little juice in there. Yeah, maybe if you can, if you can numb it, throw the throw the needle in. It's game six of an elimination game, and you're going to sit back and go, I don't know if I can play. That's more proof you are a worthless commodity to this team. Put them in one of those uh, quarterback flak jackets. Yeah, dress him up, gown him out, get him thicker. Maybe there's a new download for uh, Call of Duty tonight, and that's why he can't make the that, game. I didn't you know, notice. I if mean, there's, if there's some DLC new download going packs on. coming out, so I better not go in uh, DLC on Call of Duty, and my ribs don't feel so great. But I mean, it would be—you'd be hard pressed to keep most professional athletes off the floor on a closeout game. I got a rib injury. I'm, it's a little tough to breathe. I'm—I'm I'm toughing this out. You find out, dudes, you know, again, always go back to Emmett Smith. He broke his clavicle in the first quarter. Team falls down 21 points. He comes back and has the greatest second, third, and fourth quarters anybody could ever have with a fully functioning body. The dude had a shattered in half clavicle. I don't think they won the game, but he had like 140 yards, and he was unreal. Ronnie Lott cut his finger off because you can't get this guy. It was, it was. look, you either sit out or you get your finger chopped off right now and cut it off. This is an important game. DeAndre Ayton should be thinking like Adam from the Bible right now. We'll take that rib out if it's a problem. <laughs> but he's not that guy, and we can't sit and wait for him to be that guy. So I, you know, the man from the land down under, bring in Jock and let him throw some you know, beautiful Vegemite shots up there, and let's have this man uh, show some pride. He, he's been playing with great energy and great pride. He's not good. He's not somebody you want to rely on regularly. But he's got energy. But you the can dude see it. has heart, and he fights for stuff. And the only thing I kind of want to see is uh, what the Nuggets would do if DeAndre Ayton was out there with those ribs and knowing he's got a bad rib. And Joker's a. You're going to the midfield. He's throwing an elbow. He's going to take that first. He's a Euro he's, player. Of course he's going to throw that first elbow and take the foul just and look back at DeAndre and go, you all right? And just know I'm going to kick your ass all day. And you would soften that little orchid. That he would wilt like a wet dandelion the second he realizes, oh, they know where I'm injured and they're going after it. He almost can't play him because of that alone. I, I, I totally yeah, agree. I mean, like If I'm Monty, I'm like, I'm not putting that soft guy out there with an Achilles with a with a visible glowing bruise, I'm not putting it out there. The Nuggets are going to feast on that. He'll back off of everything. He will be the he'll somehow or another be a less aggressive version of DeAndre Ayton, which I think is called a corpse. <laughs> Good news is, if he doesn't play tonight, the Suns get bounced. You've seen DeAndre Ayton as a son for the last time, and that makes oh, absolutely. Really, yeah, I agree with that. You got to make, you gotta make saying, that move. Absolutely, and also. If they win tonight and miraculously win again on Sunday and go into the Western Finals, he's got to go up against Anthony Davis. And that's going to basically be wow. like watching the emergency room. Yeah, yeah, unless he's still R-worded. Googly eyes. Might, well, he's got googly eyes naturally. But if they made him R-word for the entire finals, which would be hilarious. but There'll he, be paramedics on both bench. <coughs> might as well put one on the floor. Ooh, little throat. It almost came out. <laughs> oh. this, this throat butter is bad. So tonight, Suns, Nuggets, very excited. Brady's going to go to the game. You got invited to the game. That's pretty cool, right? Can you tell people golfed, why? Yeah. I, I golfed with uh, one of the referees. That's, uh, what? Tim yeah. Donahue oh, and you? No, uh, not, that, no not, the, not the payoff guy. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> Guy's name's Mark Davis. 
Yeah. Amazing dude. But at the end of the golf round with my buddy, Maddie Lee, Maddie Lee calls me and says, hey, do you want to go to the game? That's cool. Yeah, I want to go. Nice. Yeah, it's great. So you guys got ref tickets. We do. Do you know where they are? Where do ref tickets come from? Um, I, I Well, Maddie's gone before because he knows him. Yeah. And they're, the ref tickets have to be tickets. pretty good. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you're not going to get cruddy ref tickets. That's pretty neat. Cool. Did you grease him a little? Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, no comment. He greased him. Good man. And so he's not- he's got a box of sauce in his car. Is basically what happens. Like, this is what. Yeah, maybe make a few calls in the old favor of Planet Orange. Here you go. What are, what are you giving me here? A bunch of expired sauce. Why is there you know Sharpie what to do on it? this label? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I know what to do with it. I throw it away. It's expired. <laughs> no, 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 no. That stuff doesn't expire. Don't let the expiration date fool you. Expiration perpetuity. <laughs> No, that's just when it starts to it starts to be good. You smell it before you put it on anything. No, I tell you that. If it smells a little like fish, that's not our sauce. Oh. <laughs> what? Those guys, uh, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know the crews they travel. Uh, the, oh. the traveling they do in the playoffs, like it's red eyes early morning, oh, yeah. and they no same crew rotates around. Scott Foster did. Two games in two nights in different sides of the planet. I yeah. mean, the guy, they, they move those. The, the top 12, 15 refs are all over right now, and they're moving them. And they got to move them. You can't keep doing the same yeah. game because you get trends. And he doesn't know, uh, you know, it all depends on who wins and, you know, where the next game is. It's crazy. But, yeah, he's, that's kind of neat, part of the refereeing. And I know for a fact Brady did not grease him. Yeah. I would have been all day. Just stuffing money in that guy's golf. Look at that. Another little Christmas present for old referee boy. <laughs> Will you stop giving me money? Well, no. No, I, I can't. It's in my nature. Is it in your nature to be gracious about the money I give you and reciprocate that with a few charges where there were blocks and blocks where there were charges? He's uh, good friends. You'll find this funny because it was Sam Cassell. So I told the him alien. your alien story. How big his dick it, is. It's going to get back to Sam. It's going back. I got to oh, tell him that Sam story. will remember that. They so, were 0-12, and, and he came in and yelled at the team while I was in the locker room. And his dick was out and angrier than he was. It did was, it come in the locker room before he made it in? <laughs> Brett, I swear to God, he's the same size as me. Six feet tall. And I'm standing eight feet from him, from me to the corner of this room. And uh, Sam Cassell screamed at that team. They were heartless. They just made that trade, you know, the Barkley trade. So they got Robert Ory and Sam Cassell on this team. Two te- two dudes who had never played a season in the NBA without winning a championship. This was their third year. They get traded, and the, or fourth year, I guess. And the Rockets had won two in a row. And they and, they, and he came in and goes, I don't, I don't care who's looking, my junk out and everything. This team ain't got no heart. I can't, you can't. And as he's yelling... His gigantic, thick mocha crank starts like pendulum swinging. And it pendulum swings so hard, it goes over itself once. And I'm like, did it just helicopter on its own? (laughs) And I didn't hear a word after that. I just heard, and I'm like, oh, that's probably bigger than me to hear just that. But this thing starts going over itself like, like a circus trick. And then it's swinging, and and now it's just going. And I, I, he's not even moving his then head. Then he hit his head on the ceiling. And then he knocked Anthony Davis out with it. <laughs> it was <laughs> unreal how big that dude's crank was. There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com.
Holmberg's morning sickness. So I told him that story, you know, because we've heard many penis stories. Oh, yeah. Jock Vaughn is the anteater. Lee Grimes from oh, Gracie. Yeah. Lee Grimes, oh, yeah, that's a good one. So he goes, best. well, that's funny because, you know, a lot of times the refs go in there to check on the games. And he's been in plenty of locker rooms. He's like Dwayne Wade uh, says. He's got a big one. No, he goes, uh, who's the new guy on the team? He asked me. Oh, that's uh, James Penis. It's like, what? It's His name's James Enos, Uh-oh. but the boys call him James Penis. Because he's carrying. Yes. See, this is one of the greatest things I was given was the gift of being just good enough at sports to compete, but never good enough to have to be in locker rooms with real good players. Because <laughs> I would be I told him the couple the ones joke. where you were interviewing oh. on the mic. He's like, it's, oh, it's some terrible things have happened. Impressive, isn't it? <laughs> it's just massive. <laughs> Teppo Newman and I shared that with, I, I can't I always want to say Jim Johnson, and I think that's wrong because all I think of is the word Johnson. Dude's donkey. Donkey. Dick was down to his knees and just as thick as a muffler. Huge. I couldn't stop staring at it. I was, I was the only one there with a microphone in Teppo Newman in space. This dude walked by and I'm eyeballing this dick. And Teppo goes, do you need anything? And I realized I'm the only guy left. Uh, no, we're good here. Just getting sound from you. Yeah, all the other reporters went home. Oh, yeah. I was staring at that guy's huge shaved dick. And I went home and shaved thinking, man, that's going to add 9 to 10 inches. Didn't it, work? Yeah, it doesn't. It, it made it look bigger, but Centimeters. it's Centimeters. Nope, not even that. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> if I was in a professional locker room and had to change, I would be a never nude. I'd be showering in jean shorts. and <laughs> Coming out yeah, of my that dude never shower. That guy no, I always would shower, but I'd do it in swim trunks. <laughs> yeah, I would, the and I would wait for everybody to leave. I'm like, I just like to lay on the couch and relax after a game in my uh, uniform. And after the last dude left, then I'd get naked and change my clothes. I could never be in a professional after having been in one. I, you know who I felt most sorry for? Uh, Greg Foster, who played for the Utah Jazz, because I was in that locker room, and that dude is huge. And Ostertag was in there, too. And Ostertag didn't have a very big one. He was seven feet, two. His hips came up to my eyes. And uh, and I remember he pulled it out. And I'm like, that's remarkably average for a guy that big. <laughs> <laughs> and Foster pulls out a nothing, a button. And I don't know if he was cold or what, but I'm like, that's actually tiny. And he's seven feet tall. And then you start, look, Carl Malone came by. And I'm like, that's impressive. And that is a Hershey Symphony is what that is. That is dark chocolate. It was amazing. And then you just start, and then you can't help it. You'll look around. It's like they don't care. They'll stand there totally naked and talk to you. I went down to the Atlanta when uh, the Hawks were in town. This was years ago. And there's a guy at OU, Snoopy Graham. He played two years on the yeah. Hawks. He goes, hey, come down. And it was the same thing Mookie Blaylock. Oh, you don't want to see it. Dominique. You don't want to see it. It was. Uh, oh, I'd be. I would have a nickname too. And I would be the joke penis in the locker room. I would have to make it up by exceptional play and i don't have that either downtown from the button yeah that's why matt ishbia made so much money he was the 12th guy in the michigan state team and i know for a fact matt ishbia is not hanging a big one so he went out and made a billion dollars his dick is in his wallet you can see that i'll show you guys you big dick havers he shows up as a billionaire the next time you see him and he buys the team that of all the people that made fun of him his whole life he owns them now Better still. And what happened? He sold mortgages to all those people yeah, who shamed yeah, That's exactly that's how he right. Made money. And then what did he do with all of his riches? Yep. He went and bought the guys with big dicks. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I own them now. It's brilliant. 
but it's uh, also horrifying because I, I couldn't do it. But yeah, well, tell tell your referee friend I said hello tonight. Uh, this story I read and is the saddest, but then again, reality creeps in. Uh, a lady named Liz Atkinson has launched an online appeal because she needs to get Bruce the Elephant, her dead son stuffed animal, back. Um, the toy was lost at one of two resorts near Disney Springs, Florida. They lost their son Gabriel before the trip to Florida. Uh, they spent time in intensive care. The kid went through 50 surgeries, and he passed away. So what a better time for the family to pick up all the stuff and go to Disneyland. <laughs> My first thought is Disneyland's canceled. One of our family members is dead. But no, they took his toys, and they went to Disneyland. Now, the reason why is because his brother Sebastian is still alive. And they're like, let's go celebrate Bruce by going with his stuffed animal, um, this beautiful little stuffed uh, They're doing it for toy. Bruce, well, probably, in, you know, I in honor. probably Bruce. got a freebie. No, Bruce is, the elephant. Bruce is the elephant. Oh, Bruce, Gabriel's right. the little Gabriel's boy. Kid. So Bruce the elephant, uh, there's a twist to this story. They take Bruce the elephant there, uh, and they've got him with them, and they're going on the rides at Disneyland, having the time of their lives without their kid. Because you know what? Uh, say what you will. But Gabriel did him a favor because Disneyland is expensive and one less ticket is like $300. So they got a discount now as a family of three. And they took, uh, they took Bruce in. Inside of Bruce were Gabriel's ashes. Oh. They lost the elephant. What's the one thing you make sure you don't lose? At the, while you're fun and frivolity at Disney World. Boy. Yeah, he was, well, he's very young. He was like eight. So, oh, come so on now. There's not carrying, a lot of ashes. It's right, a small it's jar. A yeah, it's, it's a little, little, little tiny But they're jar. carrying um, Bruce, Bruce the yeah. on the rides. Yeah, he's with them. That's, that's Bruce and Gabriel are, are one now. And then, but, but my thoughts are family got so excited at like, you know, the wall of color, that, that beautiful. I cried at that when they shot the water up and showed movies on it. I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I could see leaving a pair of glasses behind or something. Ah, I forgot glasses at the table we were sitting at because I was, the wonderful world of color had me so distracted. But I'm not forgetting my dead son's body. That's something I'm going to hang on to. Like, that's. Tied they, to me. Did they leave him in the, uh, you know, stroller corral? They don't is know. That everything? That's the worst part of this story. Because I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, this is so sad. And then mom's thing is, uh, he's between one of two places at the resort. Like, we could have left no. him anywhere, she's basically saying. We, I don't know. That elephant, we one lost track of that places. thing. One right. of those hotels is massive. It's one of the hotels. It's uh, the park. We went to a couple of restaurants. Keep your eyes open for uh, an ashy elephant. Left on a table at downtown Disney somewhere. <laughs> right. The ESPN zone. I thought you had our baby. Oh, nuts. I mean, if you don't, and they didn't lose Sebastian. Like, they made sure he was there the whole time. Well, that's good. <laughs> Step in the right direction. But little Gabriel, uh, one more operation for Gabriel, and that's find him. That's 51. She's like, I just feel sick. I'm struggling to sleep. Yeah, you well, should. You should. You And the other part of it is uh, all trips to Disneyland are canceled after your young child dies in the hospital. Uh if he was supposed to go, especially, he would have wanted that for I mean, us. Yeah, exactly. No, he wouldn't. Have. What he would have wanted was one of on that ride. What it, uh, He wanted one of those surgeries to work so he could go on the Matterhorn. Yeah, and not inside of an elephant as an ashtray. Now, I know that sounds callous and cold, but the callous and cold thing is, mom lost track of her dead baby because she was having so much fun. You don't go to Disneyland after a family member croaks just because you. Well, there's no refund. You just eat that. You eat that and you're sad. And you're poor Sebastian. You left, him, you left him at Disney World. That's, that's just, better that's to say. Like, you know what we did? We left him and his stuffed animal at Disney World. Now, here's the sad truth of it all. 
probably one of the Disney crew, the Imagineers, yeah, swept up, swept them found them and said, ah, somebody forgot their stuffed animal. Did one yeah. of these things. Is this anybody's? Like, no. Right into the garbage. Because you know, a lot of that stuff, believe it or not, does make its way to lost and it's found. It's massive. They're lost, lost and found. found. I know. See the oh, the I, on that? I used to send gift packs to oh my friends at Kings Island. I'd go lost oh, and found, lost and found, and randoms, especially the pictures of them on the water ice. <laughs> they just send them to a friend's house. Like, what is this? Yeah, the lost and found at Disney World is like as big as the IRS building. It's just the, the it's karaoke ridiculous. cassettes. You're not like going. You said to it's that. a way. It's a better organized waste management. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just a dump. Yeah. You know, go ahead, find your kid. Your kid's in there. He's not alive, so we can't listen for screams. Our buddy Studley got a couple of care packages from from the lost and found. Yeah, and the the ones that I like to send out were the tapes that they yeah. made for their lady, which is I'm great. singing this song for you. They baby. forget. And you did probably celebrate me home at that at one point to <laughs> tell somebody you were on your way over. But Ian, you're talking about Kings Island, which is, uh, is uh, I guess what Jackie Gleason would say. That baby sh- compared to what we're talking about. Well, we're talking Disney, about World Disney World for the next level. It's like another, it's like a state. But there is a, uh, you know, a period of time that if it's in there, it's not picked up. Oh, yeah, of course. You got you to gotta chuck it. Yeah. Guys, there's yeah. only one guy in the room that's qualified to talk about bad parenting. <laughs> that is that true. Is Toledo. That is Toledo. <laughs> Toledo's dad uh, stuffed him in an elephant once and tried to leave him behind too, and he got out. <laughs> Remember when he tried to uh, cremate you as well? There's all sorts of things he wanted. Tried to leave Toledo behind all the time. Another one, John. It's making me really think: who's the worst parent? People lost their dead, ashy kid at Disneyland or Toledo's Toledo's dad? dad. Yeah, who's worse? Because they were involved for eight years. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they a lot of bills, too. They footed a lot. Like, if you had a surgery, your dad would have left faster. Right. Like, oh, he needs a surgery. I'm like, I wasn't going to stay anyway. He's not footing the bill for any of your medical. That guy wasn't even going to buy you a box of sucrets. <laughs> These people put him through 50 surgeries and then had enough left over for a trip to Disney World for the healthy kid. Toledo still stayed in town. And still didn't have anything to right do. There. Yeah, Toledo was right down the road, so and the dude just hid in the trailer. Nope, not going outside, not till he's gone. <laughs> he dug a hole and went underground, literally, to be a gold miner, <laughs> to, to not be surfacy in case Toledo wandered by. It was genius. Is that guy still up there? He went full Viet Cong <laughs> on his own son and just lived in the tunnels until Toledo moved away. <laughs> he's still a better dad than these two. I'd still put him on, you know... There's at least a chance that he finds you. <laughs> if, if either one of us is lucky, I guess. What do you think your dad would do if you died and we sent his, our, your ashes to him? <laughs> would he go like on fun park rides and just leave you? <laughs> no, he operates a farm. I'd be fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's a tragic story. It's terrible. But I really struggle with the trip to Disney World. Like, there's, like, a gap of time you have. Like, it's at least a year. You can't just go, well, we had this planned, and then Gabriel, Mr. Inconvenient to our plans, croaked. <laughs> and way to go, party pooper. Yeah, and then I, I called Disneyland. I tried to tell them that our kids died, but they're only taking a quarter off the bill, so we can't afford that. We've been paying for surgeries for the last eight years. So we can't take this hit. And American Express is, we already paid it. Let's take Sebastian and dead Gabriel over there in an elephant. But you tie that to yourself. Like, he's... That's in a backpack. Brett, you and I grew up with teddy bears we still have. Mm-hmm. It meant something. Could mm-hmm. you imagine? And you know what you'd do if you oh. found if you found no. that elephant there. You'd take it to Lost and Found. No, I'd give it to a, a different kid. 
<laughs> at the park? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, this is something. Here you go, little guy. Get I better. don't know. I'm thinking that. Could it get oh, better it's use? probably some kid or some parent. Oh, actually, it. first thing I would do is just go, look, some idiot left their elephant. That's sad. I have Teddy. Teddy still sits on a shelf at my house right now. If I took Teddy to Disney World, Teddy would be in my hand all the time. Strapped He's to locked body. to me. And also, Teddy would have a strap You'd around have a baby him Bjorn. and a strap around me. Teddy would be tied to me. Teddy would never leave my sight. If I had a dead person inside of Teddy that meant something to me, not going to Disneyland with it. Too precious. And Brady, you saw how many plushies go to die in <laughs> yeah. at Kings Island. Come on, you know better than they're not. A lot. They're not finding they anybody. Pretty, yeah, yeah, but there's a. Yeah, you know, I don't get involved. If I see a stuffed animal fall out of a carriage, I'll be like, "Hey, the little kid dropped it." But if I just see a rogue little elephant sitting there, I feel terrible for it. But I'm, I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not taking anything to Lost and Found. I spent three hundred dollars to walk the park, not to solve your problem. If you lost something, why the hell am I, Inspector Clouseau, trying to get it back to you? It's terrible. But that story is just so sad and so awful. Uh, My loss of the <laughs> plush toy is a different story. Puffy the Piss Pillow. Puffy the Piss Pillow was thrown Parents away. Parents left it in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> oh, on, yeah. purpose. on purpose. Yeah, Brady's adorable Teddy was a pillow that he pissed all over till he was 10. <laughs> Yeah, Brady peed the No, I lost uh, Puffy earlier than that. You got a new one, though. You yeah. pissed all over that one. Yeah, a couple of Puffy, Puffy 2.0. Puffy, yeah. <laughs> Puffy, Puffy Jr., Puffy the Third. Puffy the Piss Pillow is like the greatest thing ever. Did I officially name it? No. It was always it was Puffy always the Puffy, Okay, because yeah. that sounds like something I, I wouldn't would name. I wouldn't say Piss Pillow. It was just right. Puffy to me. You know? But I called it Piss Pillow first, or... No, it was, Somebody else was after the fact that I okay. later in life. It sounds like something I would have added to one of your rosy stories yeah. about Puffy. And I'm like, the piss pillow? Yeah, but I'm glad it wasn't me. Because yeah. that's a great nickname. Whoever did it needs to be credited. Is it your brother? It might have been. Yeah, pu- or I, he doesn't cuss either, though. No, but I and I could have called it that later yeah. in life. Puffy the piss pillow is a great story. Because he carried it with him on trips in the car, covered in his own urine. Just dried Brady urine. And his parents chucked it out a window. Where's Puffy? Oh, lost. We lost Puffy. Oh, well, we'll get you another one. Oh, nuts. Looks like Puffy 2.0 is a pair of jeans because I pissed these <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah, Brady was a bedwetter until uh, how old? Eight, nine? You, uh, ten. Ten years old. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's weird. Lighter, heavier flow, younger, younger age. Ten, it was like. Dribbles. Yeah, every, you know, like once a month or something. Ah, it still just and, frustrates You know, me. slumber parties were always oh, rolling the you. dice. Oh, I wouldn't invite you over. <laughs> I know. Mean, you know, the parents would tell the, the parents over oh, there, they did? Wake, wake them up at midnight if you can. Oh, that's too, you're too much. Oh, you would, I never invited. put the two and two together. You wouldn't be invited. Hey, you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, I do. My dad would have told Here's me. Four pair and you know what? It never, um, what's wild is never happened. At a slumber party. Which is just rolling the dice, like you yeah. say. But my dad would have been, Dan wouldn't have dealt with that. You get a call from uh, Glenn Burkhart. Hey, got to wake Mike up at uh, 12 if you're going to have him over. He pisses the bed. No, nah, but this is canceled. Bye. John, your little friend Mike pisses himself. He can't sleep over. That's why we hosted most of the slumber parties. Yeah, just in case you pissed all over somebody's <laughs> stuff. Genius. That's true. But, you know, there's a lot of people who deal with that. They're called psychopaths, and they live in homes now. I don't know how you do it. There's bedwetters, though. I've met a couple of bedwetters. And the odd part is most of them uh, were abused or something. You just did it for a lot of pure laziness. I, I never heard 
abused for. Oh, yeah. oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, there's a lot of bedwetters that stay. I just remember that uh, movie of the uh, track star. I think Robbie Benson was in oh, it. Oh, yeah. And they'd hang his sheets out for punishment. That's how he became such a fast runner. Because he'd run home after school. Well, that was an after school special. Yeah. The rising yeah. yellow sun. Yeah. That was uh, after. So kids, his right. his peers wouldn't see. But those that was sheets. an after school special. They very rarely dealt with the uh, uncle fingering the boy, and that's why he <laughs> peed himself every day. They just dealt with how he handled being a pissy. Yeah, that's that. There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I never had, like, a wet dream, ever. I was. I wish I would have had. I think it's because I always drained the tank. Yeah, you started <laughs> at an early age. Yeah, I started at a wet dream. I never had a wet wow. dream. I die. The I would love to have only chance I might that. wake up from the whistle because there's nothing it can put out. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the, I've, I've had a dry dream. <laughs> yeah, I've had a dry. <laughs> Did I just, I just ejaculated a bunch of dirt. It looked like a dust a, dream. Look like a vacuum backed up. <laughs> John had another not wet dream. I had plenty of dreams that should have been, but I never had one. I thought I had one once, at, and it was a slumber party at my house, and I was uh, on a recliner chair sleeping, and I woke up thinking, I'm peeing. But I wasn't. I was just having a hot dream. And I just I sat with blankets over me thinking I peed my pants. I used, qualify. To, I used to pee in school, but I didn't. Oh. I didn't pee. I thought I did, and I'm like, ah, oh, because I thought for sure something let loose. I think, I don't know, it's the closest thing I had to a wet dream. I used to pee my pants in kindergarten because I wouldn't use the bathroom, public restroom. I've been the same since I was four. Like, everybody shares this room. Oh, this is a... I'm not going in there. And so I would just, eh, I'll just unleash it in the pants and get in You'd the You'd do it a ball game or something like that. Me? Yeah. You'd clinch it up. I'm not, take, not taking a dump, but I mean, if you got to pee or something, you're all right with that? Or? Uh, yeah. They've built new... Situ- like, if it's a single toilet... Yeah. No. What if it's the trough? Uh, no, no okay. troughs. But I'll do individual urinals, urinals or okay. stalls and stuff. I do that. But, uh, yeah, if I go, if I open the door and it's like, oh, 60 people get to use this toilet? Nope. And I'll just piss my pants and get new pants from the principal before I'll ever go in there. <laughs> and I would sit and shake and, like, just, God, I got a piece of bread and clinch. I mean, my, my powers of clinching started in kindergarten because that toilet in there. I remember going in there and, again, always a kid named Jesse. He's in there in his brown pants pulled all the way down, and I open the door, didn't lock him, and he's just hosing <laughs> off the walls, laughing, and I'm like, ah! So I wouldn't go in there ever again. I probably used it for a little while, and Jesse the hillbilly ruined everything. Lowell, Indiana, the, the Kentucky of Indiana. That's saying something. Be honest, Brady. How many stones have you fired out in bed since you've been 10? <laughs> I don't believe this ever stopped. <laughs> uh, good night, Ronnie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I pelt her with my rocks. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? John, how sad is this? I've only had one wet dream in my 44 years of life. I'm 51. I'm, but it was the best orgasm of my life. I'm an life. offer. I, I, th- I'm so jealous of that. Like, that's the most jealous I can be of everybody. I'm so jealous of not, never having one. I, I, I want one. Even now, if I woke up covered in my own pee, just, yay! <laughs> is it pee? Is that what you do? Or do you actually... Oh, yeah. It's all of it? Oh, yeah. I've never had one. And you? Yeah. I can't. I think I have, you but I can't remember. remember. But I can't remember. remember. You got to pry the Grundies off of your, off oh, your tummy. Come oh. on, man! <laughs> Take a lap.
fry those oh, grundies. Grundies. <laughs> Your dad just circled the earth again. I think you get away this from This is why I burn him up. Your dad just wrote a letter asking if you can be on the International Space Station. What's the <laughs> furthest I can be from him? Seriously. Elon, can you put me up yeah, there? Elon, I want to <laughs> ride to the space station. I'll do I'll do janitorial work. I'll blow the Russians. I don't care. I've got this gold. Pry the Grundies, he says. Is that it? So you you just... Well, well you, wake you don't up wake the next up the morning. Yeah, you wake up the next morning because you what? did it in your sleep. You don't wake up while you're pissing yourself? No, I understand Brady always. went through a thing. Jeez, Louise, that sounds like a mental disorder. <laughs> I figured no, you'd do it and be good, like, oh, oh, it's oh. It's a good dream. And then you wake up, like, and celebrate Wow, that for was a, a great yeah, dream. Right. And then you wake up and go, I am covered in my own <laughs> This is great. I, I'm not going to have to pry Grundy's off. You'd lay there until it all dried up and cemented itself. You're not intentional. Uh, yeah, not intentionally. You can't talk because you've slept through all of that. I've seen you sleep through things like yeah. nuclear bombs yeah. could go off. Prying the Grundy's off. <laughs> I've, I've never had to pry the Grundy's Never had to pry my underwear off. Ow. You slept a long time. Jesus, these pains are good. And then you had the nerve probably to put them in the laundry. Oh, yeah. yeah. On the bottom of the hamper. Your mom's picking up paper mache underwear. And your sheets are in the hamper yeah. again. Never had it happen. Never did it. Spilled Mighty Seal. I wish to God I'd had one. Maybe, I, maybe it'll be late in life. Maybe I'll be one of those people that has them when he's old. That'd be great. Oh, you like you said, your tanks are always empty. Yeah, that's always been a thing. That's how I've been going to sleep since I was 11. Since 1983, there's been... Just work one out? That's surprising you. because some of the dreams that you'd have, that's Incredible. how it happened. Yeah. Maybe 20 times, no joke, maybe 20 times in my entire existence from age 11 to today that I've gone to bed without unloading one. Wow. I have to. It's, it's the only way I can sleep. I trained myself that that's the only right. way. So it's Pavlovian. Now it's psychosomatic. Yeah, now, it's, now I can't sleep because I didn't do it. It's your routine. It's par- It's like brushing my teeth, only on my stomach. <laughs> 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 and the toothpaste tube is very unpredictable. Very unpredictable. Sometimes you try to put it on the brush, and it fires over your head. <laughs> it's the nightcap. <laughs> right. Then you got to wash the toothpaste off the walls. Oops. That's really where you're tired. Anyway, I digress. Good for you, all you wet dream havers. I'm not in your club, and I wish I was. It would have been great. I l- listened to the Kip Adada song. Think I had a wet dream. Like, God, everybody's having them. How come I'm not blessed? Not one. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Brett? Wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Time to get that bike out of the garage, get it serviced, get it worked on. The boys over there are going to take care of you. The best wrenches in town. Plus, they got a bunch of new clothing, like new shirts and uh, the uh, Action Suns jerseys they got in stock, too. So if you Phoenix Suns fans, get on out on the trail. Get yourself an Action Ride Shop jersey. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to find them. And, of course, go to the store. The uh, the movie Brady was talking about that only pissy pants kids could relate to is called The Loneliest Runner. The Loneliest His Runner. His real name was Michael Landon. Now, not the actor from Little yeah. House, but Michael Landon. He was the loneliest runner. He wet his bed until he was 14. And, yes, his mother used to hang his sheets to dry outside of his bedroom window as punishment. Man. He was The Loneliest Runner, starring Robbie Benson. <laughs> Must be a classic if Robbie Benson was in then it. Then later on did one-on-one. Another classic. Movie. And Jabberwockies or whatever that was called. Uh, he did another one with uh, the lady from That's Incredible. Is he still alive? It's a good question. I don't know. 
Anyway. Good for you. I mean, his career's not. Was though. it Robbie Benson or was it Michael Landon as the loneliest runner? No, no, no. Robbie Benson was in the Played running. in, and Michael Landon's his real name because somebody I said it was that. Michael Landon. I'm like, I know. That's what I just said, but. <laughs> Toledo's dad would take his ashes out of that elephant, use him as fertilizer, only to grow a plant he can neglect. <laughs> and like watching him die again. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Benson is alive, 67 <laughs> years old. Toledo's dad uses live on. your burned ashes to grow a plant he can ignore. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life and ignoring Toledo. That's <laughs> ah, fun. You're a good sport, Toledo. <laughs> All right, on the list, a lot of it has to do with uh, Title 42 or Level 42, level as we were talking about earlier today. Uh, Genesis Illegal Alien was yeah. requested like 10 times. Great song, too. Uh, uh, Zeppelin, the immigrant song. They come into America from uh, Neil Diamond. Uh, SOD, speak English or die. Let's do Neil Diamond. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> Larry's going to. Larry's not in town, and Larry can't do anything to no, us. No, no, no. He's a very he's, small man, and we can... going to have a little tear in his eye, and we're playing uh, oh, Neil Diamond on the air. Larry Oak he never year. thought he'd hear yeah, that. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were mad that we'd play no, that, but you're right. No. When you said Jew Diamond, you were right. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was thinking it. You did <laughs> say it. I didn't say Jew Diamond, yes, you did. but it's great. I didn't. <laughs> That's just your racist mind heard it. I but I would have, if I would have thought of it, I, I would have said that. A Brett translator in my ears then, because that's what I heard. I would have said that if I'd have thought I of know. it. I know. I heard you say it, even though you might not have. You might have just osmosis me that message. Had a great day today. Yeah. Went to the Jew Diamond Museum. <laughs> had some barbecue. And then Big Bird, everyone makes mistakes. Uh, yeah, let's do a little Neil Diamond in there because that's a. You got it, Toledo. Well, I did this okay. at uh, when my friend Thomas got his citizenship in the United States. We went to a karaoke bar and sang this together, <laughs> and we did it with Scottish accents and with a lot of cussing and the c word. And then the karaoke guy, uh, Bobby, sang Bob, Bobby Cook or whatever his name yes. was. Yeah, you guys, stop cussing or I'll turn the song off right in the middle of your karaoke. They come into America today. Bobby Cook, I forgot. And he got on the guys enough with the guessing. It's and we're like, it's his first day in the states as a citizen. You daft. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Top that, Thomas, Bobby. Thomas was terrible. My country, tis a thee today, <laughs> sweet land of liberty today. <laughs> and we just add the c word after every today chant. And then he just started talking because he got nervous we were going to get it shut down. That was fun. So we'll do that for uh, our Title 42, Level 42 fans there. Brown Friday down there at the border. Tonight at midnight, midnight only. The doors open to America and you're all welcome to come in. TVs on sale. Free. <laughs> well, you're going to make them free. 60% off on green jeans. <laughs> Leaf blowers from Still, 30% off. <laughs> come on up for our Brown Friday sale. 1 a.m. Meet Castellander. <laughs> what are they, Holmes? Welcome. At 6.30 tomorrow, the Brown Friday Super Game between Mexico and the United States. A friendly, or is it? Castellander's going to take a photo. Oh, yeah, Castellander will be down there. Nice job, man. You just won yourself another still leaf blower. Now you got a jetpack. Yep, Brown Friday's here. And I, for one, am finding it hilarious. The doors open at midnight. 
Careful, you're being racist again. I know, but I told you, it's for everybody. I, I, 101.5 is going to think we're uh, being racist again. They don't even exist to me. People are remembering The Loneliest Runner. Evidently, we have a lot of people who pissed themselves that were shown this <laughs> film as a kid. Made-for-TV movie written and produced by Bonanza star Michael Landon. So he was... Michael Landon, was he the loneliest runner? That's he what I'm saying. He might have been. I thought it was Robbie Benson for some No, no, no. I don't know if he was no, in he it. he starred in it. Yeah, because yeah, okay. Lance Kerwin, oh, I the kid who guy. did uh, James, at James at 15, yeah. and Brian Keith were in it. Little House on the Prairie daughter, Melissa Sue Anderson, also in it. It doesn't say that uh, Robbie Benson was there. It might have been Michael Landon. His name's John Curtis. He wins an Olympic marathon, even though he was a pissy yeah. piss up until age 14. And if you piss the bed until you're 14, Brady's one of your heroes. And that's a, you know what? That's something people can talk about. You get to be an adult and go, hey, don't worry about it. I pissed myself and I, I became Brady. And everybody'd be like, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> John, bro, yeah. I love you, but you jerk off too much. Refrain from that and uh, refrain from pleasuring yourself. And your wet dream's going to happen, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't sleep. So then there's no dreaming. Can't dream without sleep. But you're right. Deprive myself and maybe I'll have one. Ooh, if that girl keeps running by, maybe I'll have one right now. Got on 52nd Street? Lady Jogging on 52nd no Street. That's an easy kill, Brett. You show her 20 bucks and she's yours. Legit <laughs> jogger. <laughs> yeah, that girl is serious about her health. She's got a no, long butt? No job, Lady Longbottom. Yeah, find out if she's Lady Longbutt. Oh, yeah. I think she is. Is she, she is a Lady Longbutt? Oh, damn it. Gotta hate those <laughs> yeah. Longbutts. No jog bra either. Is she, is she oh, Lady Longbutt? Completely <laughs> Longbutt, yeah. Fred has invented two new phrases in this room, which was a fastback and a Longbutt. And he's pointed <laughs> them out to me to the point where I'm like, you know what? I hate Longbutts too. I didn't even know what a Lady Longbutt was until you're like, she got a Longbutt. I'm like, what's that? And it's when it does this, this, and this. And I used to call it a beetle butt because it looked like a thorax more than it did a butt. <laughs> I didn't think of it that yeah, way Yeah, like either. when you see the picture of a beetle. Wings yeah. Got a little <laughs> tiny shoulder and a little tiny tummy and then that long thing on the bottom. I'm like, she's got a, a beetle butt. He's changed it to Longbutt, which makes her sound more like a cool pirate. <laughs> lady Longbutt, greeting. My lady. My lady. May I do a spin with you on the dance floor? Oh, I see you're a Lady Longbutt. The dance has ended. <laughs> Good day. Good Damn day, right Lady Longbutt. Don't care for the Longbutts. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, let's do it. You got it ready? Yeah. Uh, this is it. Title 42. Fort Neil Diamond. Right? <laughs> That's what I said you originally. No, you did it. I did. I did say Neil. I might have been thinking the other way. Go to the tape that your brain was louder than your words. It's Neil Diamond. Uh, they're coming to America from the movie Yentl. I don't know. I forgot. No, it was uh, the jazz singer. It was the jazz singer. Yeah. It's Neil. Nobody beats Neil. Welcome, Brown Friday people. Start off so scary. It's like a Halloween. I don't song. remember that. I told you it's gonna be a scary thing. <laughs> They're coming. It's Brown Friday. Ain't, ain't nothing you shouldn't be scared of, son. Go get him, Neil. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.